Welcome to the Intelligent Investing Podcast, where modern portfolio theory can suck it. A student of the school of Graham and Doddsville and a clergy member of the Church of Warren Buffett, here's your host, Eric Schlein. This is Eric Schlein, and you are listening to the Intelligent Investing Podcast, where I discuss value investing, rational analysis, and I break down the processes, principles, and mental models of business owners and managers. Before we get started, I just want to say that this episode is brought to you by Ticker.com, T-I-K-R.com. Ticker is focused on bringing institutional quality investment research tools to the individual investor. This is a product that I personally use myself. I use it for a lot of my research. What's awesome about it, it's powered by S&P Global Capital IQ. It has coverage of over 50,000 stocks globally with financials, estimates, valuation metrics, ownership, transcripts, news, filings. Especially what I love about it is I will read all the conference call transcripts on it. And then I will also read, let's say a company does a presentation, like a microcap conference. I'll get the transcript from that too, which is awesome. And then I'll be able to look at things for 15 years ago and actually compare valuations from you know the last 15 years, look at the numbers. It's so awesome. And you can get the free beta today. Uh, you can use my code, uh, ticker.com, so T-I-K-R.com slash intelligent. If you're in the car and you forget about it, totally cool. Uh, a lot of value investors are using this. So one of your value investor friends probably uses it and they could send you an invite code, worst case. So that's ticker.com. I personally asked them to sponsor the show. And then the other sponsor we have today is uh, Podbean, which Podbean is actually my personal podcast host that I use for the Intelligent Investing Podcast. They're probably the easiest way to create your own podcast professionally. As I said, I use it to host my own show. And then even for my new podcast, the Eric Schlein Podcast. So download the free Podbean podcast app today. Start, record, and publish your very own podcast in minutes. We need more awesome value investing podcasts out there. So if you have a Great idea for a financial podcast. All for it. Check out Podbean. They also provide everything you need to run your own podcast, record, publish episodes directly from the phone on your app. You can also do live podcasts, which are pretty cool. And I think they're the only company that gives you the ability to do that. So that's Podbean, P-O-D-B-E-A-N podcast app. Check it out. So without ado, woo, without ado, Andrew Sather, welcome back to the show. So there's an infrastructure bill right now that's been in the news. And I think you always seem to have interesting and unique takes on events going on and ways to play certain things. So is there, do, you, do you see any ways of playing the infrastructure bill and the, the growth of infrastructure uh, in this country? Yeah, I wish we had this conversation a year ago when I made the recommendation. There's a company that's just done really well for me. It's a stock called Martin Marietta Materials based out of North Carolina, which is where I'm staying right now. That's where I live. And they, along with a handful of others, it's probably not even a handful. If, if you really want to have exposure to this huge infrastructure push, I think there's a lot of ways to play it. A company like Martin Marietta is, has been a very good one. And I would recommend just their industry as a whole, not only just for this kind of short-term boost, uh, whatever gets passed in Congress, but really for a very long-term kind of play and, and almost as a hedge against the dollar. And I say that for, for several reasons. So to understand Martin Marietta, it's a different kind of company and, and the kind of industry they're in. It, it is mining, but it's very different from the type of mining you would think of like gold mining. And so what they do is they basically take quarries and they make crush, they, they mine up this crushed stone. And then from there, they're able to produce into cement and asphalt. And so that's like the building blocks of, of everything construction that you can think of, whether residential, non-residential the roads and highways, like, like they talk about with the infrastructure bill. 
And so what makes that very attractive? Number one, when you get into a commodity type business like this, you have issues because obviously most commodities have cheap labor available in other parts of the country, whether that's China, India, wherever. When it comes to crushed stone, the material is so heavy that you're not able to transport it cheaply. And so you, you really need to be close to the source. And so when we talk about competitive advantages, barrier to entry, a huge barrier to entry is the fact that this stuff is so heavy. Yep. Number two, huge long-term tailwind for it is it, it, it's not an infinite thing. It's actually finite. And what they do when they hit these quarries is, is they hit the quarries and then it runs out and then they have to find another one. And, and it's an expensive procedure to even get regulation and zoning on one of these, on one of these places. And so what a company like Mart Marietta, their ticker is MLM. So I'll, I'll refer to them as MLM from here on out. It's a horrible well, ticker. <laughs> why? Like, just, I don't know, like an MLM, like multi-level marketing scheme. Oh, yeah, I guess I've never even thought of it that way. Existence. <laughs> or maybe, maybe if, you had Enron, if you had Enron's old ticker, that's probably worse, but. Yeah, MLM's pretty bad too then, yeah. I guess. Yeah. But uh, we call it my little money in these parts because it's, <laughs> okay. it's made us some good gains. Nice. But you know, they've taken like an acquisition strategy. And so what they've done and they've been able to use their scale to, to make these great acquisitions. And so they'll have rights on a quarry for 125 years. And the reason why I liked them initially last year, they just closed on an acquisition. They were already making 5% on the acquisition for the first year. And this is a site that's going to provide them with cash flows for 125 years. And so if you look at the price of crushed stone, crushed stone and gravel, which is the building blocks for concrete and asphalt, it goes just from the bottom left to the upper. And part of that is because of the fact that it's running out. Part of it's, it's there's just constant demand for it. And most commodities, you'll see swings like this over time. You don't see that with this commodity. And so the management has proven to have a good acquisition history. They earn better returns on capital than their peers. And I think it, it goes without saying how they'll be poised to profit if a significant infrastructure bill comes forward. But even if it doesn't, there's always going to be spending on at least maintaining infrastructure. And the fact that you have to re-asphalt roads all the time, we all have driven past roads that have not been up to spec and, and it doesn't okay. take long for those to break down. Same with the concrete and the construction. I think we will continue to have growth and construction and, and people coming into the United States. It, not to get off topic, but you know, people get really down on, on the fact that the U.S. has a really like a declining birth rate. And we're not seeing it just in the U.S., but across the, the world. If you look at our population, it, the growth has been sustained. And that's in spite of a low declining birth rate. You know, that indicates to me that we're, we're having a good immigrants or we're living longer or both. I'm bullish on the U.S. in general. I, I know we have risks on the fact that the spending on infrastructure can be a little bit excessive. And so you can hedge yourself by having some exposure to a commodity that's a limited resource like this crushed stone is, while also benefiting from these inherent advantages and competitive advantages that come from barriers to entry that do come from a more capital intensive business, but have advantages as they've scaled. Because again, they've been able to take advantage of good acquisitions and have these essentially mines that just produce cash flows uh, over time. And, and those cash flows increase as the price increases, even as costs stay relatively low. And what kind of valuation are you looking at with this company? Well, back then it was, 
I think it was around like a 25, 25 price to free cash. I was implying like an 8%, 8 to 9% growth rate on a free cash flow per share. And I was coming fair value back then. Unfortunately, now it's up 60 or 70% since. You might be paying a bit for the growth, but on a dip, I, I could see it being a, a great long-term investment for sure. And what kind of returns on capital is the company? So it's it, they, they are in the kind of like the high single digits, but do you okay. hear that? It's fine. High single digits. Do they use debt to boost ROE? Yeah, a little bit, but it's a prudent amount. It's, it's not crazy. Okay. Do you think they're underlevered? I don't know. I think they have a lot of capital intensity where you want to be careful with, with yeah. not getting too aggressive with that. They do have, they haven't done anything like buying back shares. The dividend's low. Mm-hmm. So while on the one hand, for me, I, I kind of like to go for more matured cash. For cash. How are they reinvesting the, uh, the money? It, it's mostly acquisitions. Okay. And so they're able, it's, it's still a very regional thing. So a lot of their stuff's in the South and the Southeast, but they're able to get scale advantages as they pick up these acquisitions and bolt them on. Has management been good in terms of paying a, at least a fair price for these businesses? Yeah. Yeah. The, the decent returns I got even on the last one, and, and we're not even factoring in future price increases on the commodity itself. I think that shows that they're able to get pretty decent returns from the onset. And obviously it's a very long-term mindset for the whole thing. Charlie Munger talks about, you know, having a list of companies that you would like to buy. And then this seems like one of these high quality businesses that at least worth keeping tabs up over the years. Yeah. So it's them, MLM, another one that's their biggest competitor is Vulcan, VMC, mm-hmm. and both in the same industry and both have decent products. Gun materials, so, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Not to be confused with the dark company Vulcan international which we've talked about on the show very different kind of company yeah true let's not mix those wires no both on the s&p though both of these companies here the last thing that i'd want someone to do is putting in a market order on a otc dark stock that would not be that would be bad news bears right there well andrew told me it was an infrastructure play yeah (laughs) (laughs) wrong ticker what's what is the ticker for this for uh, for that vulcan vmc vmc so Put in VMC, not VULC, if you're going to, if you wanted to buy that. And again, none of this is investment and do your own due diligence. And, and Andrew is not responsible for any losses that you may incur. Andrew, anything else about either Martin Marietta or, or the industry before we uh, get going? Not them in particular. I could speak a little bit on, I don't know how to position yourself against inflation, but we could leave that for another time too. Okay, let's do it for another time. Okay. All right, and, and also, Andrew, if people want to get a hold of you or check out your newsletter, where, where, where do they go for that? Yeah. Well, first off, we have a podcast. It's called the Investing for Beginners podcast. Check it out. Yeah. We got the special guest that's come on twice. His name's Eric. He's done a pretty good job. And he's okay. my website. <laughs> the, ho- the hosts don't make him sound good. They, oh, they, that, that show has pretty good hosts, apparently. So. <laughs> now, they make their guests sound much smarter than they actually are. <laughs> yeah. If you want to hear some good ideas about investing in China and Japan, that was definitely a recent episode that, that we did and you did a good job on it. But have I you published it's, that it's yet? Worth, it, it, it went live today. Oh, okay. Cool. Should have gone live today. Yep. Okay. And we took a clip of that, put it on YouTube too. So there you go. Right, okay. YouTube fault. You gotta, you gotta let me know these things, man. Sorry. <laughs> He's posting things about me on the internet without even telling me. <laughs> this is the kind of guest I bring on my show. We keep our standards of excellence for the podcast only. All the, the, all the admin stuff we don't take any pride in that. <laughs> well, at least, at least it's better than having a crappy podcast with great admin. <laughs> True. 
True. Yeah. Yeah. So check us out there. And my newsletter is called the Sather Research e-leather. We do a monthly pick and trying to get stocks with good value and, and decent long-term appreciation, obviously. All right, cool. By the way, have you heard from Podbean yet on, on this the event we're supposed to be doing together? No. So anyway, listen, there's going to be some, for, for those who turned into a finance podcast week, what was that in March, where I think we're going to be doing something more regularly. At least that seems to be the plan. So we're, I'm working with the podcast host on figuring out if we can do like, maybe like a monthly round table or some kind of live discussion where you'll be able to tune in through the Podbean app uh, and listen to these live shows. And you can ask me and if Andrew comes on, you know, Andrew and I questions uh, during, during the show. So stay tuned for that. I'll keep you guys posted as I hear more, but it's an exciting world. Podcast world is an exciting world. It's like the wild west. There's always new things being created and we're carving, carving out the future here. I like the idea of being a cowboy. Sounds cool to me. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Andrew, thanks again for uh, coming on. I'll see you on the next episode. Yeah, Thank you for listening to the Intelligent Investing Podcast with Eric Schlein. If you'd like to connect with Eric for questions, comments, feedback, ideas, or to inquire about being on the show, please contact Eric at intelligentinvesting at gmail.com. So, in the words of Charlie Munger, I have nothing to add.